Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Kimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. How's it going? It's going. Another week (laughs) flying by. These weeks are flying by, aren't they? They seem like they go way too fast lately, but that's just me. I don't know if it's older. As you get older, they go faster, so they say. Time definitely goes by faster the older you get. Yeah. That's for sure. Kids always say, it takes so long when they're young, but, you know, will I ever grow up? Yes. Yes. You'll grow up and then time will move too fast. (laughs) Yes. Just like electricity and lightning. Yes. Yes. That moves fast. Fast. Fast, fast. The speed of light. Yeah. So, electricity. I thought that would be fun to pick electricity. It's fun. It's a fun little topic. Well, you know, we're, we have, we're electrical in a way. And I mean, technically, yes. And the earth is electrical and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. So. A lot of energy around us. Did you? That was my electrical sound. Zoop. I was Zoop. like, can you make electrical sound? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I guess we won't do that then. <laughs> Is that good? I don't know, but static electricity goes snap. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ow! See, if I go, I think I just sound like a fly. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you go buzz, buzz, buzz. Just because. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I picked a word. All right. Just one word. I picked Fliberty Gibbet. And some people know what that means. Fliberty Gibbet. It's spelled F-L-I-B-B-E-R-T-I-G-I-B-B-E-T. And it's a Middle English word that means a frivolous, flighty, or excessively talkative person who, you know, is like gossipy. Mm. So... I used it in a sentence. It was my misfortune to be stuck next to a chatty Fliberty gibbet during the bus ride home. Mm. And yes, I've had that happen. Haven't we all? Mm, public transportation. Oh, mm. the choice. Greyhound bus never fails. There was always one that, hey, 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 can I sit next to you? Uh, no. <laughs> hey, 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 can I sit behind you? Uh, no. <laughs> Not behind me. Not next to me. No. But I always had, you know, my, I always brought, back in the old days, I would bring my huge ghetto blast. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My boom box was not as small as they are nowadays. Yes. (laughs) But I'd carry that wherever I went. And my little, I had a little uh, suitcase, like a little suitcase that carried all my cassettes. Cute. Yeah. That was the days. And I would just put my little plugs in my ears and tune out the world. So, you know, chatty person, the flibberty gibbet person, you could talk all you want, but I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that real big fish song hiding in my headphones. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that was me. Okay, la, la, la. I can't hear you. Yes. yes. So, it's a lot of bees in that word. How many bees are in that word? Four. Four. Yeah, Whoa. so what are the two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve? That's a fifteen-letter word. That's a long word. I wonder Whoa. if that counts in Scrabble. I'm gonna use it. Yeah, Did you ever get that? <laughs> I don't know. That's a long word. You get a lot of points out of that one. Exactly. Hmm. So, what's your first song? 
So, my first song that I'm going to pick today, when we discussed this topic, this song came to mind almost immediately. I guess they don't do this anymore in school, but if you're around my age, we would do line dancing in PE class. Good time. Mm. We learned all the goods. You know, the cotton-eyed Joe dance, the Macarena. Yeah. And, of course, the electric slide. Yeah. So I had to pick the electric slide. Nice. (laughs) And the song was originally invented in, I believe, 1976. Okay. So it is old. Bye. Who is it? Bye. So there's a lot... To it. The song was originally called The Electric Boogie, and I have to find who it's by because I have it somewhere. But then the remix that was used for the dance and for PE class and all of that jazz titled The Electric Slide is by the Hit Crew. Okay. So it's yeah. it, it's it has a long, interesting history, surprisingly <laughs> enough. So this is The Electric Slide. And I will be back with who it was originally by and all of that good, juicy tidbits. Okay, let's go. The Electric Slide. And that was originally written by Marsha Griffiths and Bunny Whaler. And the dance was created in 1976 by Richard Silver, who was a choreographer, pianist, and Broadway performer. Oh, nice. Just so you know. But yeah, we would do that in PE class. Sounds every like a year. lot of fun. Every year there was a curriculum on line dancing for whatever reason. It, it was I. It was one of the times in PE that I didn't mind quite so much. I wonder if a dislike for PE is hereditary. You know, I wonder that too. Because I never liked PE. It was one of my least favorite things to do at school. And figured, you know, I never really said that much to you guys, but neither daughters of mine liked PE. And it. now... The granddaughter comes home and she's just like, I can't stand P.E. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I think it is hereditary. Just to say. Physical education, in my opinion, always was a very special kind of torture. Yeah. It's always just, just like, uncomfortable. It's awkward. You're sweaty. Like uh, That's what I always hated. And they always made you change out. And, you, you know, you spend all that time getting gross. ready for school. Last thing you want to, of course, you know, when I was growing up, I, I had uniforms. So, I mean, we were always glad to get out of that. But <laughs> still, yeah. I just didn't still like gross. it. I didn't like being sweaty and all that. It's just and not I'm fun. not athletic, so it always showed. Same. Through. Same. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the electric slide. And they would also play that at the roller rink, which is... Another special kind of torture, because mm. I am not skilled with wheels on my feet. No. So trying to do that made it very difficult. Just you saying skating or like roller rink makes my, my tailbone hurt. It just <laughs> does. <laughs> I feel it. That's where I feel it. Oh, 
Yeah. Roller skating. Yeah. Ow! I spent a lot of time on my tail. <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I had the brilliant idea to put roller skates on at a birthday party because I was like, I remember how to do it. And I remember I got okay at it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. And I did. And the first thing I did was just wipe out. Ooh, hard. Ooh, on my back. Ouch. And then I stared at the ceiling, questioning my life choices. Yeah. yeah. Like, and when is it too, when do you get too old to get on roller skates? I think it happens early. <laughs> I, I I think I'm too old to get on roller skates at this point yeah. in my life. I think 18. I think once you hit 18, you kind of like, you know, I don't think I need to do this anymore. In my mind, it's easy, but the actually doing the thing is mm. a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good times. Do you have the disco ball? Oh, yeah. Gotta have the disco ball with, with the, the roller rink. The carpet-covered walls? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That I became very familiar with. Yeah. Seeing as how I clung to them for dear life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Could you ever skate backwards? Uh, yes, and not well. <laughs> very yeah, slowly and very forwards was and, challenging and shaking. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And the floor was always blue. I don't know why. Maybe it's the disco ball. No, the paint it was painted yeah, blue. That's true. I don't know why. To make it feel like a sea of fun. Oh, okay. Pretty Maybe. good answer, huh? That's a great answer. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to pick my first song. Go for you it. First song. I picked the electric song by Katy Perry. Ooh. That came out in 2021. And it's off the Pokemon 25, the album, which made me really happy because Pokemon is in this video. And I really like this this song. It's very encouraging and, and uplifting. And I think we all need that, especially mm. nowadays. Just mm. encouragement. To, no matter what you're going through, things are always going to get better. They they always do. It always seems like, especially if you're in a sea of a mess, like most of us are, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is, um, it'll always get better. And you are amazing. You're an amazing person. And don't ever give up on yourself. And I think... I got, went down this Katy Perry um, little rabbit hole because the uh, granddaughter and I knew the same song I was singing. Uh, it was um, "You're Hot Then You're Cold." Oh, hot yeah. and cold. Yeah. yeah, and she and she knew the song. And then I went down the Katy Perry rabbit hole, which was fun. Um, but I did not know she had this song "Electric," so I was super happy to find it. So that works. Electric by Katy Perry. Electric by Katy Perry. That's a good one. Yeah, it's an uplifting song. It's hard to find really good uplifting songs, but we all need that, you it know. Is. And yeah. together we are amazing and electric, and, and things things will get better no matter how dark it is or mm-hmm. whatever. That's one thing that's cool about electricity. It lights up the dark. It does. And so be electric, and, you know, be that light for other people, which is important. It is. Uh, easy to get all negative too. even granddaughter we were talking about 
She'll say, you know, I set out to have a good day, but I just know it's going to turn into the worst day ever. And I'm like, well, yeah, if you put that out there mm-hmm. every that day, if you attitude, with man. that kind of attitude, you're already setting yourself up for a bad day. Mm-hmm. And Natura, just don't don't say those things to yourself because it's really is true. I uh, watched a, a K-drama. It was the uh, today's webtoon is what it's called. And in there, the guy says, you know, words are very powerful and be careful what you put out there. Because there was this guy who had been working in comics for 10 years and he never debuted and blah, blah, blah. But he kept saying, well, you know, maybe in the next 10 years, always putting out this kind of a negative about himself. And this young guy's like, be careful what you say, Mm -hmm. because words are very powerful. And it's true. It's true. So. so I picked five bizarre electrical phenomena. 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 That's right. Did that start with phenomena? Maybe. Maybe. Phenomena. Phenomena. So the first one is everlasting storm. The everlasting storm, also known as catacombs, Catatumbo Lightning lives fairly well up to its name. It's located in Venezuela at the mouth of the Catatumbo River. And this lightning storm returns each night for around 10 hours. Oh, wild. Triggered by high winds from the Andes Mountains and the methane gas from the swampland around the river. On any given night, there are up to 20,000 lightning strikes some of which can be seen clear across the Caribbean Sea. Whoa. So is that intense or what? That's really cool. Every night. That's cool. Whew. That's one electrical place. That's super That's cool. Like, wow. And then we talked about ball lightning mm-hmm. on the uh, Puzzling Life episode. And it's like these glowing electrical spheres have been said to materialize during thunderstorms before disappearing moments later and can be quite dangerous. The first recorded sighting in human history dates back to England in 1638. And according to eyewitnesses, in the midst of a dark, booming thunderstorm, an eight-foot-wide great ball of fire blasted through a window of the old church of St. Pancras and ricocheted off the pews and windows, leaving four dead and 60 wounded. Oh, my goodness. According to a study from 1972, ball lightning has the characteristics of a a spherical in shape with soft fuzzy edges Uh, it varies in color but commonly burns in shades of yellow orange and red Hmm. it travels in a rotational motion and lasts from one second to about one minute and often leaves behind a sulfuric acid smell like a a sulfur smell sulfur odor odor i guess i should say it's odor A.K.A. rotten eggs. Yeah. Exactly. Delicious. Yum. And then there's St. Elmo's Fire. You've heard of. Not well, only just the movie. The movie. Yeah. But yes, yeah, I've yeah. heard and, of and, it. And he does talk about it, yes. too, in the movie. Um, it says, contrary to its name, the uh, this electrical phenomena is not actually composed of fire, but plasma. Hmm. And even predating the days bef- of Christopher Columbus... 
and for quite some time afterwards, sailors would talk of a flickering bluish glow that would surround their ships during storms, glowing brightest up on the mast, because this glow always seemed to signal the end of a storm. So sailors started seeing it as a good omen and called it St. Elmo's Fire after an, after the Italian saint. Hmm. So St. Elmo's Fire occurs uh, due to a difference in voltage between the ocean and the atmosphere. And this difference in voltage causes gases that surround um, nearby objects, such as boats or airplanes, to ionize, which makes them glow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's super neat. Yeah. And then there's uh, dirty thunderstorms. And when volcanoes violently erupt, an electrical storm is sometimes created in the plume that bursts out during the eruption, resulting in lightning bolts. What scientists don't know is what generates the electrical charges necessary to create such massive electrical storms. But despite multiple attempts by many people to get to the bottom of this strange occurrence, the exact cause behind the dirty thunderstorms remains a mystery. Huh. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh. Phenomena. Yeah, very, very strange. Phenomena. And then there's sprites. Sprites. The next time, this is kind of cool because when we were on the plane home from Seattle, there was a thunderstorm. We probably could have seen some sprites. Hmm. Um, the next time you're in an airplane, keep an eye out for this elusive phenomena. Sprites are a type of plasma that occurs above thunderstorms, and they've been described as looking similar to red jellyfish with blue tentacles. What? While they may look small from a distance, they can actually be enormous, measuring up to 30 miles across. What? Yes. I want to see a Sprite. That sounds cool. Yeah. But remember, I was just like a Twilight Zone. It reminded me mm. of Twilight Zone. We were going through the storm. Mm. And yeah, it could be. I was so tired. that It was so was, fascinating, was like but done. a little bit terrifying all at the same time. So that was fun. Yeah. I was distracted by the flibber gibbet in front Flibberty of me. Flibberty gibbet? The flibberty gibbet who sat in front of me on that flight. Oh, my stars. <laughs> oh, my stars. Did we have a flibberty gibbet that just would not stop talking? Yep. Loudly. For oh, all to hear. Yep. Through the entire flight. Yep. It was so bad. Wow. There's like, uh, I feel like when you're flying, there's a type of etiquette where you're just kind of, you, you're quiet. You be just, quiet for those around you. Please. Some people are trying to rest. Some people are trying to read. Like, please. Just, yeah. If you got to talk, you can talk quietly to the yeah. person next to you. But like, oh, my stars. He was a flibberty gibbet. And the gal that sat next to me oh, had issues about flying. So she was just like, kept her eyes closed, kept her head down and just like, I just want to get through this flight. And mm -hmm. I can't even imagine how annoying he was to her. But yeah, don't be that person. And don't be the flibberty it's, gibbet. It's on amazing the how far your voice travels in an airplane. Yes. I get it. You want to talk to your girlfriend, but you don't use your indoor voice. That's what we always say to the kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Unless you don't have one, and maybe he didn't. 
there are people that don't have a whisper. They can't whisper. My sister. Yeah. Some people just can't whisper. And I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I can whisper. So. But now is not the time to whisper. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. So I was just like, I was going to do the definition of electricity. Okay. Which, I mean, it's electrons, neutrons, and protons. It, it's... It's yeah. The, the that's the scientific yes. stuff. All I said is it's a form of energy resulting from the existence of charged particles such as electrons or protons, either uh, statically or as an accumulation of charge or dynamically as a current. So there you yeah. go. Well, I think it's time to pick a song. Oh, I do too. That's Let's do more my language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the song I picked is Electric Touch by Taylor Swift featuring Fallout Boy. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I have not heard it before, but it is quite delightful. Nice. So let's oh, get a little do it. Electric Touch by Taylor Swift featuring mm. Fall Out Boy. I like that. Yeah. I, that's cool. I didn't that's a cool collab. I didn't know that it existed till <laughs> yeah. now. That's one thing that's fun about this. Oh, you yeah. start looking up stuff and you're like, oh, really? Yeah. And that's I cool. love Fall Out Boy, so that's always a fun, happy find. Well, that's kind of cool because my song that I picked is Electricity by Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Which I never knew they had an electricity song. Hmm. And this came out in 1980. Oh. The only song I know by that band is If You Leave from Pretty in Pink. Ah. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. you leave, don't leave now. Yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. So that's the only song I ever knew by them was that. And I love that movie, by the way. Man, we're talking. Uh, about- Molly Ringwald as well. All the 80s movies this episode. We are. Elmo's Fire. Fire. Pink. Pink. There's so many good ones. Uh, 16 Candles. What's your favorite one? 16 Candles. I really love Pretty in Pink. I I just Mm -hmm. do. I don't know. Um, That's probably. it's Some Kind of Wonderful is my favorite. Yes. That one's my favorite. Yes. Out of those. Classic rom com 80s mm, movies. Mm. Some Kind of Wonderful is my favorite. Yeah. And, and she you, did Benny and June. Uh, yes, uh, I love Benny uh, and What's June. her? Mas- Masterson. Uh, what is her name? I have no idea. Uh, no idea. Masterson. Yes. That's her last name. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, Some Kind of Wonderful. She's the drummer. Yes. Which is cool. Because I, I went to college uh, with a girl drummer who was in a band. And she she would always have gigs on the weekend. Oh, and fun. Yeah. She carried her sticks around it. And she reminded me of her. <laughs> so, yeah. I do like I do like the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club's good. Mm-hmm. But Some Kind of Wonderful is my favorite. It was such a good, good movie. Mm-hmm. Well, now I got to know. Let's see if I can pull up her name. Mm-hmm. It's like Mary Mary Stewart fired. Masterson, I think is what it is, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Let's see. The soundtrack pulled up and she's not on that. Let's see, cast. Mary. 
Mary Stuart Masterson. There you go. Bingo. That's right. And Leah Thompson. Yeah, I couldn't think of her name. Yeah, yeah, Yes. She was yeah. in Back to the Future. Yes. She's the mom. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> Calvin. Calvin. <laughs> Why do you keep calling me Calvin? <laughs> What's on your underwear, Calvin Klein? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic. Anyway, electricity <laughs> by Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Let's go. Electricity by OMD or <laughs> Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. I says, yeah, no one wants to say that. So they abbreviate OMD. Let alone spell it, because spelling that is atrocious. Yes. Maneuvers is an atrocious word to spell. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try and sound it out. It won't help you. It won't help you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, very 80s. It reminded me of the popcorn song, you know. Oh, and then I... And then I had a flashback because that was also a song we would line dance to in PE class. She just comes full circle. She was just like, whoa. That was just flashbacks. Like, oh my gosh. Flashback I, movies. I flashback. remember the dance and everything. You know, you do your right foot and then you do yeah. your left foot. And then there's like up and back and lots back of stepping. Forth. Lots of stepping. <laughs> A song came to mind, but it is, it's like, uh, it's an Emmylou Harris song for any, you know, country people mm. that like her bluegrass. Uh, I'll go step into, <laughs> I'll go step into my darling, I'll go step into, yeah. Yup. Yeah, she's like, sure, a lot mom. Of into the There's song. a lot of stepping going on. I just gotta find where I'm at. Okay, so let's talk about facts about electricity. Cool. Might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in its ideal state, electricity travels at the speed of light, or or, page, or every wait every wait 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 or one foot every nanosecond. Ooh. One foot every nanosecond, as long as there is no resistance in the current. In the circuit. I can't read. Or spe- speak, obviously. That's fine. <sighs> Electricity was first discovered around 600 BC by the ancient Greeks. Hmm. Um, they rubbed fur against amber, which is fossilized tree resin, and created static electricity. And they were like, hey, check hmm. this out. Interesting. I always thought it was Ben Franklin. Mm-mm. With the key and the kite and all that good stuff. Huh. 600 B.C. Go Greece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Electric cars actually date back as far as 1832, invented by Ro- uh, Robert Anderson. Um, but it wasn't until the 1870s that the car became drivable. So huh. it, it took them quite a while to get it to actually move. But <laughs> Cool. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. That I had really no idea. Yeah. I thought that was such a new, new thing. thing. Huh. Yeah. And electric eels can produce up to a 600 volt shock. Yikes. Well, you don't really want to get near them things. They're cute, though, in a scary sort of way. 
And it's the water in the body that causes an electrical shock. So it's your the water in your body. Because mm-hmm. yeah. water is a conduit. Yes. I remember yes. something from science class. <laughs> Bill Nye the science guy. Ha-ha! Bill would be so proud of me. He would. <laughs> electricity plays a role in your heartbeat. Because mm. your body's own electricity cells send signals to your heart to beat. And also to, you know, it sends uh, signals to your brain and everything. The nervous system is just a giant electrical box circuit. Yeah. 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 It's like words. How do I word? Yeah. Yeah. That. And LED light bulbs use 80% less electricity. So, Mm. but you can't seem to buy them or find them or pay for them because they're pricey oh yeah they're, they're trying to do away with like the regular light bulb they have been which has been i don't know about anybody else but the most frustrating thing ever because i used to be able to get a box of light bulbs for what two bucks and then they went to like 15 to 20 bucks mm-hmm. and they're weird and look the strange and the lighting it hurts my eyes so Green. it's just yeah we had one in our kitchen, in our old place, and it made everybody look sick. And it actually hurt my eyes. Mm-hmm. So I still have a box of ancient old light bulbs that still work. Cool. Miraculously. Mm. Anyway. So I picked uh, the best energy vortexes in the world, mm. which I thought would be kind of interesting. That's pretty interesting. Uh, there's one in Glastonbury, England. And this town is home to several ancient and medieval sites. And these sites include Gastonbury Tor, a tower on a hill that is tied to the legends of King Arthur and the ruins of Glastonbury Abbey. Hmm. A monastery completed in the early 8th century. And it is said to be where two highways of energy meet. And as you move from the first vortex to the middle to the final vortex, the feeling of energy is said to move upward in your body from your stomach to your heart to your head. But they say a lot of like all these places that I talk about, the feeling is like peace and calm. And you wouldn't think that with such energy, but it's actually rejuvenating and people seem to... Maybe because it gives you energy back instead of you expending your energy on things. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. It doesn't drain you. Yeah. yeah, It actually, it actually, yeah, kind of regenerates. Right. Right. I don't know. But I found that interesting. That is interesting. It sounds. As an electrical being, I guess. You you would think it'd be, oh, you know, feels like a heart attack or anything. It's actually said on each of these that it's very peaceful. Huh. And very spiritual and very uplifting and yeah, weird recharging. So I found that, that kind of cool. Yeah, um, there's one in Sedona, Arizona, a popular destination for rejuvenating retreats, um, thanks to the beauty of the natural red rock structures and abundance of spas and wellness centers. Sedona, as a whole, is considered an energy vortex. Wow. So there, vortex. Vortex. Mm. And then there's one in Esvedra, Ibiza, Spain. Mm. <laughs> yes. Is a huge limestone rock uh, sticking out of the Mediterranean Sea off of the west coast 
of the Spanish island of Ibiza. I guess that's how you say it. Uh, it towers more than 1,300 feet above the sea, and legend has it that the rock is the tip of the sunken city of Atlantis. Cool. And the rock has a powerful magnetic field, which leaves compasses spinning and birds disoriented. That's super cool. So the birds are flying like, whoa. I don't know where I'm going. It's fun because I'm, I'm still I'm watching One Piece, and I'm working my way through it, and the point that I'm at they just got into the Grand Line, which is basically, it's like the Bermuda Triangle. So none of their compasses work because all of the magnetic fields in the Grand Line are just weird and nothing works. And so that's what that made me think of. I'm like, yeah. it's the Grand Line. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. And then there's Stonehenge in Wiltshire, England, one of the world's most famous ancient sites, which everybody knows about mm-hmm. pretty much. A hundred upright stones arranged in a circular shape are thought to have been a burial site or ceremonial grounds. Um, And there's 14 ley lines, they call it, like energy lines under that, which is quite a bit. So most have like two or Sorry. Stonehenge. Stonehenge always makes me think of Spinal Tap. Yes. (laughs) I can't think of Stonehenge without thinking of Spinal Tap and the like one foot by one foot Stonehenge. Yeah. It was so tiny. (laughs) It's going to be crushed by a dwarf. Yes. (laughs) There's the Heilikala volcano in Hawaii. Southeastern Maui's Heilikala, I I hope I say it right, the Heilikala volcano is also referred to as the Heilikala crater because of the erosion which is eaten away at the top of the volcano over time and the top of the heliacala gives off a frequency which matches that of the human heart Hmm. interesting uh the great pyramid of giza in egypt made of limestone is um the precise details of the pyramid's construction still remain a mystery which everybody knows but uh physicists have found that the pyramid concentrates electromagnetic energy inside its chambers, making it an energy vortex. Hmm. And I, I wonder if it. limestone has anything to do with it, since that was made of limestone, and then the one that was in Spain was also limestone. Yes, yes. Hmm. That's powerful. Something about the limestone. It's in the lab. Lime in the cup. The lime in the <laughs> store, and then you drink a more. And then you get some energy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, Mount Shasta, California. It is a, it is snowy and still active volcano located 60 miles south of the Oregon California state line. It reaches more than 14,000 feet high, and because of its powerful energy, Native American tribes have long told stories about the volcano being the center of the universe. Hmm. Why not? Or even the birthplace of the creator. And some Native Americans still hold important ceremonies there. Oh, so. Shasta. There was an old man. I don't know. Every time I hear the name Shasta, yes, it was a soda. We used to have Shasta pop. Oh. She's like, I didn't know that. I have no idea. Shasta. Oh, okay. Used to be a pop. But there was an old man that 
was a resident in an old folks home that my roommate in college uh, worked at part-time because we were always trying to get money in yeah. college because you'd never have any. Yeah. So we both had jobs and uh, Mr. Shasta was his name. And she had beautiful long hair that went down to her waist and really thick. And she always had to put her hair up because Mr. Shasta would grab her hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And then she's like, oh, that Mr. Shasta. We'd always hear stories about Mr. Shasta. Oh. So every time I hear that name, I... I know that's way off the beaten track. Flashbacks. Yes. Yes. Full circle. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Keep your hair up when you're around Mr. Shast. There you go. Uh, the Mayan Ruins mm. in Tulum, Mexico is another one, is another vortex. The city was constructed on the Yucatan Peninsula, about 80 miles south of Cancun during the late 13th century. And Tulum was once a major seaport for the Mayan kingdom, acting as a hub for trading jade and turquoise. And scientists believe an asteroid that hit the Earth and wiped out the dinosaurs 66 million years ago actually landed at the present-day Tullum, giving the area a powerful energy. So it could be an asteroid. Space junk. Yes, space junk. So you want to do a song? I was you thinking stop it. Stop there. Y'all read my brain. Wow. Let's Love stop right it. there. Cool. Okay. So for my last song pick, I went with the newest release from Stray Kids, Social Path, featuring Lisa from Blackpink. Because recently, Stray Kids won the VMAs. Yay! For the best K-pop It was so cute. And it was like, what? Child's reaction it, was me? so cute. Us? What? We? We won? It was the cutest so thing. So, yeah. I know it's a little late. It's old news right now, but I just want to say congratulations. Yay! We love you guys so much. And they, um, it was Lino and Hyunjin mm, and Sungmin were in a, a, a small little automobile accident yeah. and had to take some time off. So, I hope you guys are doing well. I guess they're doing okay. Yes, they got a little bruised okay. up but but well and it was soon it was right before Sungman's birthday which was uh sep- was 2-2 september 2-2 so it was a couple days ago yeah um but i feel so bad because he didn't get to do his live for his birthday and i always look forward to that i know <laughs> but i'm glad you guys are okay that nothing yeah. when i read that it was like stray kids automobile accident i was just like what that's just terrifying to yes. me. So, but Three Racha was recently at some thing. Yeah, they did their thing. Um, they were at something, and I think Kyunjin and Lino were supposed to do something, but they they, they postponed it. Or, or yeah. Something. yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm just glad they're okay. I'm, I'm in the stay loop, but I'm also kind of out of the stay loop. Yeah. So I know a bit because mm-hmm. I have a couple friends that are multi-stands like me so i get glimpses here and there of what's going on in other fandoms but yeah that was just scary yeah so i picked social path by stray kids featuring i love that song it's so good and then taylor swift so they did a stage show of that song Mm -hmm. and taylor swift was in the audience and she was jamming out to it and i was so happy (laughs) 
You know, this is a little, this is completely off subject, but you know who's an army? Taylor Swift? Uh, probably. Um, <laughs> Simon Pegg. Yay! I love Simon Pegg. His daughter is an army, and so uh, they went and saw BTS in Las oh, Vegas, cool. and he got to meet them. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I bet they love meeting Simon Pegg. Yeah, so I, <laughs> so I funny. just saw a random clip on Instagram where he was talking about how Jin is his bias in <laughs> I can BTS, see that. and I'm like, I can see that. Makes me want to watch Paul. Yes, I love Paul. And Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead Shaun is a of classic. The dead. Uh-huh. So if you don't know, Simon Pegg is a British actor and comedian. He, he did, did Star Trek too. He did do Star Trek. He's done a lot yeah. of stuff. So he's a British actor and comedian. He did Shaun of the Dead. He did mm-hmm. Paul. He's hysterically funny. He's done a lot. He did Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Just all, all this just, good stuff. He's, he's to me, he's, he's so, hysterical. He's so hysterically funny. So good. Yeah. So that, yeah. Off subject. Back on subject. Social Path by Stray Kids, featuring Lisa. Let's go. Social Path by Stray Kids, featuring Lisa. Whee! And it was not Social Path that they... Performed. It no, it was S class. Sorry, and, I, and as soon as it started playing, I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, it was S class, and that's the one that yes. Taylor Swift was was rocking out to. Yes, S class. So, um, the song I picked is "Energetic" by Wanna One that came out in 2017, and Kim J One is my birthday twin. So, but he's not with the band anymore. But. I, I always think of him, though, whenever I listen to one one I feel like 2017 wasn't that long ago, but it actually was long ago, and mm. now my brain hurts. Welcome so, to my world. Let's go! Because I think, I'm thinking, you know, 2000s wasn't that long ago, but it was. Yeah. 23 years ago. In my brain, I'm like, oh, the 90s was like 10 years ago, and I'm like, wait. And I don't even think, like, the 90s were that long. I, I mean... I don't remember the 90s much, the mm. middle 90s mm. much at all, because I was having babies between 93 and the rest of the 90s, because you were raising 95. Yeah. And no money, and raising kids, and barely getting by. Yeah. I don't even remember music. We just kind of, yeah. I just never bought any music, which was so unusual to me. I was totally into everything, but... I don't even think my radio worked that well in my car at the time, which, which is crazy. Uh, so I don't remember any music from the 90s much. That's fine. Yeah. You weren't. She said I didn't much. miss much, especially fashion wise. So a lot of flannel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I picked Energetic by 101. Let's go. Yay. Energetic by 101. So back to these uh, vortex places. Uh, The next one is Machu Picchu in Peru. This hilltop ancient city was once a thriving uh, Incan metropolis with some of the most sophisticated technologies of the time. It was regarded as a sacred place. Many visitors report feeling an intense energy there and feel a spiritual awakening while visiting it. I really want to go to Machu Picchu. It's yeah. on one of my like bucket lists. Cool. 
it just sounds cool. Yeah. And then there's Lago Etalan, Guatemala, a thousand foot deep lake surrounded by three volcanoes. Ugh. That's powerful. And for the Mayan people, the lake was considered a the belly button of the earth. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. And is highly respected as the gateway to the underworld. Who would have ever thought it? The belly button. The belly button. <laughs> Old spiritual practices like sweat lodges and ceremonies are still practiced and is popular. It's a popular tourist attraction, too. Hmm. And then Aluru, Australia. In Australia, Aluru and Katatujuta National Park lies the awe-inspiring Aluru, a massive red rock formation that is unlike any other place on Earth. And Aboriginal stories of Aluru state that spiritual beings still stand guard over the area. Yeah. So I got some jokes. Nice. Why did the lights go out? Why? Because they liked each other. <laughs> I like that. That's one. cute. Why did the lights go out? That's cute. Just like lights. That's what they do. They always seem to go out in pairs. You they ever do. notice that they too? Do. That's true. Yeah. Night lights especially. They liked each other. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Why is the wind power popular? Why? Why is wind power popular? Why? Because it has a lot of fans. <laughs> <laughs> and what car does an electrician drive? An electric one? A Volkswagen. <laughs> Volts. 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 I got it. Wagon. I got it. And why did the scientists study electricity? Why? He wanted to keep up on current events. <laughs> <laughs> Current, current, yeah. So I did. I finished Revenant that mm-hmm. one I was watching, and it's kind of a, a, a slow thriller. Kind of, it's good. It just moves a little slow. But I finished it and I enjoyed it. And I did finish uh, today's webtoon that is starring Kim Sejun who is a singer with Jellyfish, too. Ah. And I found a song that he did with Leo. It's like a cheering song. Cool. And I didn't write it down. That's fine. But I was so happy to see him and her and Leo singing together because she's super cute. I really like Mm -hmm. her a lot. And I'm back to watching uh, Happiness, the the zombie one. So we'll see how that goes. Cool. And it is going to be... Hongbin's birthday tomorrow. Hongbin from Vix. Happy birthday, Hongbin! It's our bean! It's our bean! Yay! Um, there's ways you can, like, if you have kids at home and stuff, and they're kind of fun, there's ways that you can uh, create electricity through little science things mm. you can do. There's Potatoes. a bunch of them. You can make a potato clock. Potatoes. You can, like, um, put a comb against your hair and rub it. And hold it next to a faucet of water trickling down, and it will bend the water. It will actually, the electricity will make the water 
Bow Wow. Oh, that's cool. It's cool. I want to try that. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of easy ones. So yeah. there's just a little tip if you got a kid who's bored or something or on the weekend. Or if you yourself are bored. There is all kinds of stuff. That's a cool. You can that's make cool. a light out of a piece of paper and all kinds of things with a seed battery and a bulb. And yeah. Anyway. Um, it's, you know, it says electricity is required for the nervous system to send signals like we talked about. Uh, body static electricity can be in excess of 10,000 volts, but the amperage is so low that it's harmless, which I thought was interesting. Wow. And you can hold on to a light bulb wires and walk across the carpet, dragging your feet as you go. And this builds up a charge of static electricity that discharges through the light bulb in your hand and you can power the bulb. It, it won't last long, but you could actually make it light up. Ooh, I thought that was pretty that's exciting. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. What we talk about next week? We're gonna talk about dream catchers. Ooh. Just like you know, how to make them. Have yeah. you ever made a dream catcher? I've always bought them. I don't know, but we'll find out next week. Okay. This has been the Gimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. Goodbye. Goodbye. Guys. Keep singing. Keep keep sleeping, eating, taking care of yourself. We love you guys. You got this. You guys are wonderful. Talk to you next Take week. Care. Bye. Bye. Bye.